0: You know that TikTok that... Is baked salmon With rice Smushed together Sriracha Mayo
1: I don't know about it But you've been telling me All about it These I've past been couple of days watching
0: it Every day for four days And finally tonight I'm making it
1: Who was the person Who like did that first? I don't
0: know Everyone's doing it though And they're squishing The salmon with the rice together And then picking it up With seaweed And I even bought seaweed I can't wait to show it On
1: Instagram Oh wait That's why there's a uh, Salmon in the sink right now Like yes, frozen That's defrosting. melting Defrosting mm-hmm. Alright So you're gonna Mush that together with the rice. Just cook it together. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm gonna cook it separately and then smush it together after it's cooked.
1: And then you just eat that with seaweed. Mm-hmm. See, I don't like seaweed. I like the what is this? Is a so- soy paper? They like the rice paper. Rice paper, yeah. Like when I get sushi or whatever. Mm. At the end, when I, when I get a roll, the seaweed is just too seaweedy.
0: Well, maybe I'll try to find some before I come home today after. I leave the house
1: Yeah, I personally like the rice paper more But I'll each two's
0: I'll post about it And all the sisters will see The gluten and dairy free Yes Doctor said you got
1: PCOS Now go on girl Just lose some weight Till I took the symptoms Into my own hands And reversed them naturally Wait. So I became a doctor and help my sisters feel the best they ever felt Take a step in my direction if you wanna move them along take control of yourself Join a sister and a mister Well, welcome sisters to another episode of the podcast Today, we're gonna talk all about whether you have to go gluten or dairy-free Dun, dun, dun Yay! a really fun episode we're gonna dive really deep into it and i guess we might just get started
0: well yeah i mean we introduced this episode with our gluten and dairy free dinner tonight so Feel like it's appropriate
1: and the funny thing is actually like before we really jump into it like a lot of times there's like confusion about what's gluten or even dairy-free mm-hmm. so i think like right off the bat we should just say like rice is gluten-free you can oh, yeah. eat rice mm-hmm. Of obviously you just want to eat it in moderation because it's, it's packed with carbs so mm-hmm. you want to eat it in moderation but other ones like dairy like eggs are eggs dairy no eggs are not dairy so you could Eat you eggs, can if eat you want eggs to. Eggs, if you feel yeah.
0: like, you know, it doesn't do anything for you.
1: Yeah. I think it's just there are some studies that show some people are sensitive to eggs. Mm-hmm. So that's a very individual thing, of course.
0: Just like gluten and dairy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I think most, a lot of times, people get confused about, like, when they go to the grocery store and they see the dairy section mm-hmm. and there's, like, eggs there. That's true. I think that's why people think, like, eggs are dairy. So yeah. that's not the case. Eggs are not dairy. Basically, dairy is anything that's made from cow milk, right? Milk. M- Milk in general Like it could be goat milk Cow milk Things like that
0: And that's all dairy And then for gluten Like you said Rice is gluten free Potatoes are gluten free Quinoa beans like all of these are great carb sources that are gluten-free
1: yeah i think a, mis- a big misconception is that when we say gluten-free some people may assume that's low carb because we're, we're yeah or no carb because mm-hmm. we're trying to say don't eat carbs but no not at all that has nothing to do with carbs mm-hmm. you can still eat all the carbs that's appropriate for you yeah and that includes like potatoes rice sweet potatoes yeah so many different like naturally occurring carbs that you can find
0: some people think some people think that because you know if you go gluten-free you lose weight right I mean a lot of people have lost weight going gluten-free and some people think that's because you're not eating as much bread or like you know you're just avoiding the bread basket or whatever Mm. but that's not the case and we're going to talk all about what gluten really does to our metabolism our body when it comes to PCOS and like really the metabolic reasons why women are losing weight when they go gluten and dairy-free and how just not eating the bread in the bread basket is Really like dumbing it down to something that it's (laughs) not like calories in calories out Yeah,
1: exactly That being said, let's get started babe Why don't you start us off with the episode
0: All right. so going gluten and dairy free It gives you an edge in fighting inflammation and insulin resistance Two things that women with PCOS are already struggling with These are major root causes of PCOS symptoms I mean, it is like the driving factor of the metabolic dysfunction, having a lot of inflammation, your body kind of like rejecting some of the foods that you're eating or not being able to process things because of inflammation and inflammation triggers more insulin resistance. So Mm -hmm. imagine your cell being like on fire. okay, (laughs) And it's just like locked up because it's so inflamed. Insulin, the hormone, cannot give your cells the sugar from your bloodstream to burn and process and do what it will with it because your cells are all inflamed and like locked up. So basically that is the relationship between inflammation, insulin resistance. And when you choose what ingredients you're eating, how you're pairing your foods, what time you're eating, how much of what you're eating, all of these things affect your ability to metabolize the food and reduce the inflammation and insulin resistance. And so that's why I feel like it's really important to talk about this because going gluten and dairy-free can give you an edge in fighting these root issues of PCOS. So we suggest trying it for at least 30 days to see how you feel. And then when you eat it, when you accidentally have it, you'll know If it's having an impact on your level of inflammation and insulin resistance. Because, you know, your skin might break out. You might feel really bloated. You might get really moody. You might get cravings for it more, you know, like that. Then you know that it's not working for you. It's not serving you and it's just making your symptoms worse.
1: And there are a lot of studies done on gluten and dairy in regards to inflammation and insulin resistance. A lot of these studies show that gluten Causes inflammation as mm-hmm. well as impacts insulin resistance and so forth.
0: Same with dairy.
1: Yeah, same with dairy. And at the moment, there aren't any studies done on gluten, dairy free specifically for PCOS. Yes. But
0: let's only pray that they yeah, come up with really that. We're really hoping
1: they do. But the unfortunate thing is like the research done on PCOS is so low. In fact, yeah. uh, research done on PCOS has gone down by 60%. That's 60%, 60% in the last 10 years. And just recently, I saw this, just recently, the United Kingdom, I don't know, are they parliament, government, okay. <laughs> their budget for next year, they even brought down the, the research budget even further down. Wow. So they're just like... It's even, not a
0: priority. It's not I, a priority for them. Exactly. And we can't be sitting around waiting for the government to make it a priority. Exactly. We have to discover what is driving the symptoms for our bodies. Every woman with PCOS is individual. You know, for some it's gluten and dairy and for others it's something else. Yeah. You have to do the research for yourself on your body.
1: Exactly. and But let's go into some of the research. Okay. Gluten. Gluten. Gluten.
0: Well, I mean, here we go. One of the most common research studies about gluten is how it contributes to leaky gut. So basically when you every time you eat gluten, your stomach releases this protein called zonulin. And when zonulin is released, the lining of your stomach where it's kind of permeable, I mean, it's not supposed to be permeable. It loosens up and becomes permeable. So the Mm -hmm. gluten protein gets through and into your bloodstream. And that is where the chronic inflammation starts. Your body sees that as an invader. The stress level goes up in your body because of that inflammation. And it's quite a mess and that can totally contribute to PCOS symptoms like feeling bloated, skin rashes. Oh my gosh, people living with these skin conditions and not realizing that leaky gut is contributing. And also just brain fog. Like I remember feeling so fatigued and just like, oh, like after eating sometimes when I was having gluten, just like, Couldn't carry a conversation Like falling asleep On my feet Mm -hmm. Um, The brain fog Is really unreal I remember Having it in college And like not being able To focus And just like Pay attention in class And my grades Would suffer Because I could not Or not necessarily My grades But my level of effort Was like so high Compared to everyone else Mm -hmm. Because my body Could not Stay focused And like I was so fatigued All the time
1: Yeah So if you're eating Like let's just say Bread or anything With gluten And you're feeling This way Like bloated Low energy Fatigue Right afterwards That can literally be The systemic inflammation Mm -hmm. The battle Is like a battleground For inflammation When you're eating gluten Mm -hmm. And it's activating Zonulin And creating Mm -hmm. leaky gut So
0: Yeah. You know, it happens to everyone who eats gluten, this Mm -hmm. zonulin reaction. Yeah. Some people can process and digest the gluten quicker and like excrete it from their bodies better. And then some people can't. And so that level of gluten sensitivity, you can only discover that if you cut it out for 30 days and then add it back in and see your reaction.
1: Yes. And then not to mention uh, another piece of research. Uh, for those with thyroid issues, gluten it contains a protein called gliadin that your body can easily mistake for a thyroid molecule in a process known as molecular mimicry, mm-hmm. because it's mimicking another molecule. And when your body thinks that it's that molecule, it actually attacks it. Mm-hmm. And wreaks havoc on your thyroid.
0: Yeah, because it sees it as an invader. Yes. So not only does it attack the gliadin, it also attacks the thyroid molecule. Mm. So if you have thyroid issues, which many women with PCOS do, this is one of the four root causes of PCOS, your body will attack your thyroid every time you're eating gluten. I mean, it is so worth figuring out, honestly, like (laughs) figure it out so that your root issues of your PCOS don't continue and yeah. like snowball and get worse and worse.
1: Yeah, and we'll talk about whether you have to go gluten dairy free in just a bit. Like we'll we'll give you that answer whether you have to. Or don't have to? We'll give you that answer in just a little bit. Mm. Let's kind of continue with some of this research. Another thing was leptin, right, babe? Yes.
0: Leptin sensitivity. Leptin is that hormone that makes you feel full, that tells your brain like, okay, we ate enough, that's enough. Yeah. But if it's not sensitive enough, it won't be able to trigger that response to your brain. And gluten reduces leptin sensitivity by 50%. Yeah. And so you feel hungry all the time. Like I yeah. have seen women come into my office back when I did one-on-one coaching, come into my office and tell me that like they cannot stop eating and the amount of calories that they were eating, it like they could not stop. They were hungry all the time. But when they went gluten-free, they finally felt satisfied Yeah, and they found that they weren't eating as many calories as before, but they were still really satisfied and not hungry all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. it was amazing mm-hmm. to see it. Like it's like a yeah. thermometer, exactly.
1: Basically, like leptin is like a thermometer. Mm-hmm. So it knows based on your blood whether to how much se- fat, is yeah, in whether your how blood. much, yeah, exactly, yeah. whether how much fat is in your blood. It tells your body, okay, it's time to stop eating. Mm-hmm. But when you're when the leptin sensitivity is reduced by fifty percent that thermometer doesn't work as yeah. efficiently and doesn't send the body the signal to stop eating because it's still feeling hungry. As a result, it still feels hungry. Exactly. And there's a bunch of more like studies. Like, for example, gluten can cause a morphine-like response in your body, mm-hmm. gluten to glutomorphine. And then people can feel addicted to eating bread or other sort of gluten, like carbs, things like that.
0: The glutomorphine kind of plays on your brain's opiate receptors mm-hmm. and makes you feel addicted to gluten so like that gooey delicious like bread and like you know not only do you crave, but like your body is like addicted to it it's just like cheese you know cheese can also be addicting yeah did you hear about that sister who took ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one
1: incredible i see those kinds of messages on instagram a lot how does that even happen?
0: Well, ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate and improve their egg quality. Each packet of ovacetol has a 40 to one ratio of myo-inositol and d inositol This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So, taking ovastol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue.
1: So awesome. It tastes like nothing, so just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it.
0: You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. Are you trying to conceive? When you're in the process of baby making, you don't wanna take a prenatal that's designed for a woman who's pregnant. They get expensive and have ingredients you don't need quite yet. Theranatal Core is a prenatal focused on women who are trying to conceive. It contains the active form of folic acid, folate, as well as 2,000 IUs of vitamin D. Also, it doesn't have any expensive ingredients that you don't need until you're pregnant. Theralogix's prenatal, Theranatal Core, is especially for women with PCOS who are in the process of baby-making. Check the link in the description for our 15% off code
1: let's go into dairy and just you know we're talking about research studies earlier i wonder if people know like do you people people know how big the dairy council is (laughs) the dairy is like a mafia (laughs) and they are the people who are funding research studies yeah just think about this everyone as a child was drinking a full glass of milk every single night right like like, every night your mom would give you a glass of milk you have to drink this where did that come from well, it was like done as a marketing ploy by the Dairy Council. Yeah. As, like, oh, drink milk. It'll make you taller. It'll give you stronger bones. Da-da-da-da. Milk
0: cartons at school. Yeah. I
1: mean, it may do all that, but there's so much more to it, you know? Like, yeah. and so I feel like dairy, has, or milk itself, especially, has been like marketed to like just society and like to become like a staple. It's a staple. And yeah. now it's
0: just pumped with hormones and all these awful things that wreak havoc on our endocrine system it's like literally a cocktail
1: and all those studies they're not done independently they're paid by the dairy council right just so people know like when you look at any study in the world no study is done for free somebody has to pay for it Mm -hmm. so that it's either going to be government funded or it's going to be done by a private company mm-hmm. or a university, which a lot of times in universities donated by another company as well. So it's like who wants the study to be done and what are their intentions. Uh, underlying intentions? Yeah. Exactly. So like no company is going to be paying for a study. That's going to be the opposite of what they want. So <laughs> that's basically what, what you what, like, what's
0: the motive.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Oh, dairy, 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 dairy. Yeah. Where do we begin?
1: Let's let's talk about the, how it impacts insulin resistance because that's 80% of women with PCOS have insulin resistance.
0: Yeah. Well, when it comes to insulin resistance and dairy, I mean, dairy has insulin-like growth factor in it. Dairy is literally a cocktail to make a baby cow, a calf grow. Okay. So it has insulin-like growth factor in it, which will spike the insulin and promote growth. Mm -hmm. With PCOS, we tend to gain weight rapidly because of our insulin resistance. If that's not under control, the last thing we want is to drink something that's going to spike our insulin levels more and make us grow more. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So insulin-like growth factor is in dairy. And so that can spike our insulin levels and contribute to more insulin resistance and Mm -hmm. more weight gain.
1: Yeah. We forgot to mention this. There actually is a study done on dairy and PCOS. One study in Tehran found a significant relationship between milk consumption and risk of PCOS. Mm -hmm. If you want to look that study up, you can Google PCOS, Tehran. Tehran dairy, or milk, and it should it come, come up. right up. Yeah, it should come right up after that. They found the significant relationship between milk and PCOS. Yeah. What? They don't talk about that, do they? <laughs>
0: <laughs> dairy right. also, it increases your risk for cancer because of the tendency of like environmental chemicals, BPA, pesticides, herbicides in it, it bioactivates in the animal fat. It's often like a repository of hormone disrupting toxins. And the link between dairy and estrogen related cancer, including endometrial and ovarian cancer, it's pretty well established
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and I've seen a lot of research about this And also about like endometriosis And going gluten and dairy free And you know the link between cancer And like dairy and things like this So it's definitely something to consider And it really blows my mind When I see people promoting dairy for PCOS Because it's blowing my mind That people are so unaware of what is going on And not doing
1: the research Or they just don't want to admit it Yeah, They just want all the credit it seems I don't know (laughs) uh i mean and and in dairy itself there are so many like hormones steroids so much stuff
0: cocktail of hormones for the calf to grow yeah
1: exactly they're giving all these drugs to the calf to the cows yeah
0: making it worse
1: and then we did a youtube video just recently if you go to youtube.com pcos weight loss you can find our channel but we did a video called What I Wish I Knew About Dairy with a Dairy Free Taste Test. So, mm-hmm. if you want to see a taste test with me and Tolene tasting different dairy free stuff and comparing them to the original, go to our YouTube channel. We also do the same thing with gluten as well. Yeah. But we talk all about the cows and like what they're given and how like cows aren't meant to be producing that much milk, mm-hmm. but they give them all these hormones. And these drugs helped them produce like what was it, like twenty thousand gallons of milk a year or mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that?
0: Something outrageous. Something
1: outrageous. So
0: they're Producing milk year round yeah. When they shouldn't be Yeah Basically And then they get susceptible To diseases And yes. infections mm-hmm. And then they take antibiotics To prevent that But then like yes. We consume the antibiotic exactly. Through the milk Yeah Good lord People
1: Yeah So uh, What and else then, <laughs> the, So something that Talian Talked about in stories recently Was Oh yeah uh, How many people Are hesitant To cut out dairy Because They are addicted to cheese and the LA Times. Oh my The God, Los Sirac. Angeles Times <laughs> just literally released the article about this. Tyler, why don't I talk about it?
0: I mean, C like forwarded it to me and I he know, was like I yelling was from the it. office. He's like, No, not, not the office. I was in the
1: bathroom <laughs> oh, doing a number two. <laughs> and I I was like reading like news and I like saw it. I was like, Ty! <laughs> And I like forwarded it to you. It's literally
0: saying what I have been screaming about from the rooftops all along. For years. I couldn't believe it. On the LA freaking time. So what is it, sisters? You're all like at the edge of your seats.
1: Wait, sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I don't want to interrupt you. The headline of the article was, white cheese is like crack. Yes. That was the headline of the article. Yes. What I just want to mention that because yes. I, I, I think you were going to talk about the inside, mm-hmm. but I just want to mention the title was Why cheese, cheese is, is Like crack. crack. And look that up. Los Angeles Times Cheese Crack. I don't know. Something <laughs> else might come up, but you should be able to find it.
0: So cheese has a protein in it called casein. I'm going to summarize this article, but basically casein converts into caseomorphine when you digest it, right? Casomorphine travels past your blood brain barrier, plays on your brain's opiate receptors and makes you feel addicted to cheese. quesomorphine the word morphine is in casomorphine, makes you feel addicted to cheese. Like you literally want to eat it all the time. Not to mention casein is very inflammatory. There are studies that show how inflammatory casein is in the first place. So now you're addicted to this inflammatory situation. Okay. And that is basically what the study was suggesting that, like, if you feel addicted to cheese, this might be the reason why. And that inflammation. That it's causing is It impairs our insulin sensitivity It damages the hormones that signal Ovulation, inflammation Also makes hormone receptors overly Sensitive to androgens like Testosterone, I mean it just like Snowballs into this whole freaking Thing and the LA times Although they didn't get into like androgens and stuff Because obviously they're not like A science lesson, but
1: like and It was just about cheese itself yes. Yeah, so I, I wish they did But yeah,
0: yeah And I almost fell out of my chair because I was like, people, this cheese addiction.
1: I know. So now we know. With all this being said, let's go to the big question, the big elephant in the room.
0: The elephant in the room. Do we have to go?
1: Do you have to go gluten and dairy free? Mm -hmm. Well, I would say that's for you listener to decide based on everything we just told you. Yes. Right. We gave you all this data about how gluten can lead to inflammation, how it can impact insulin resistance, Same thing with dairy, how it can impact your thyroid. Now it's really up to you to decide whether that fits you and what your situation is with PCOS.
0: Take a look at your symptoms. Do you crave cheese? Do you crave dairy and gluten as well we talked about casomorphine we talked about glutomorphine which Mm -hmm. is the same situation yeah la times let's come out with another article yeah right look at your symptoms and see you know is this something that might benefit you do you feel the cravings do you have the skin issues the acne the bloating the fatigue the brain fog yeah Try it for 30 days. Yeah. Because if you don't know that gluten and dairy is triggering these responses in your body, then everything that you do to help your PCOS is going to be to no avail Mm -hmm. because you're still fueling the inflammation and the insulin levels. Yeah. You know, and you're going to try all these things and all these lifestyle changes, but you're still eating the foods that are triggering that response. And I'd like to also add that like going... On a diet change or like a lifestyle change isn't always easy. And sometimes, you know, the support, the one on one support of a dietitian or someone can be very helpful. And sometimes going gluten and dairy free isn't the right fit for everyone with PCOS, especially if you're struggling with eating disorders or like issues with your relationship with food. I wouldn't fully like launch into it right away. I would work with somebody one on one. And then, you know, when you're ready, if you choose to do that that's totally up to you like there's no pressure to have to do this it's not the end all be all and like that it's not gonna you know be the only thing that can help you with your PCOS there are other things as well and working one-on-one with someone can be very helpful in that particular situation
1: and for anyone who's thinking about doing it just we just want everyone to know that we've seen a lot of success with going gluten dairy free including Talia herself like She was able to lose 30 pounds after she was diagnosed with PCOS by going gluten dairy free. We have thousands and thousands of testimonials of sisters who've gone gluten dairy free. They lost weight. They're thriving with PCOS. Many sisters have gotten pregnant. Like, mm-hmm. we've seen so much positivity in the sisterhood as a result. So, if you feel like it's really difficult or if you feel like it's impossible, we just want you to know that there are people who've done it and they're thriving. So, yes.
0: and you know, we also provide all the resources to make it as yeah. easy as possible.
1: Yeah. And just one more thing I want to say we need to keep the positivity in the PCOS community. Like, this is really important. We're not going to get into anything, but it's really important that we are acceptable. Of everyone's Succession. lifestyle Changes and yeah. success You know No matter if a person went keto Or if they went gluten dairy free Or if they did fasting No one should be judging each other And saying what you're doing is wrong What that person's doing is wrong mm-hmm. Yada 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 blah, blah 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 blah
0: We're all just trying to yeah. Treat our symptoms here
1: Yeah There's no reason to hate on any other person For what their diet changes Yeah Or to talk badly about fasting or keto, or gluten, like whatever, whatever it is, like we should be acceptable. And if you see someone who's seen results from going gluten-free or going keto, you should give them a hug and be like, congratulations, I'm so happy you saw results. Yes. It's unfortunate we see the opposite a lot of times where, yeah, I I, I just don't (laughs) want to get into it because it's so negative. I know. But we see the opposite a lot of times and I'm not sure where that's coming from. I'm
0: not sure where it's coming from. And it just blows my mind because yeah. people are suffering. One in 10 women have PCOS yeah. and are suffering from symptoms and, and, yeah. If you can do something that makes you happy, that is helping you with your symptoms and weight loss and your mental health and everything, and you're doing something and you're happy about it, mm-hmm. nobody should be saying anything yeah. negative
1: especially or no diminishing, yeah.
0: diminishing your hard work and effort that you put into whatever yeah. you did, whether it's gluten-free, dairy-free or some other diet, yeah. you know,
1: no dietitian should be telling you that. Your success is not real, or blah blah blah. Yeah, like Cause
0: there are. I'm sorry to interrupt. There are so many different types of PCOS. Yeah, that sometimes like keto is the key for some people who are super insulin resistant and then it's really not the key for people who aren't super insulin resistant so it's like why are you judging like you don't know this person's medical history maybe it was fabulous for them you know
1: yeah why judging you you don't know by you're judging what you're doing to that person in that moment you know this person has just seen success for the first time in their life and you're judging them and now they're going back into this black hole
0: exactly that's all thanks to you oh my gosh you know what can i give an example or is it going to go down this rabbit hole? Go for it. I posted about someone who lost weight going gluten and dairy-free once and she was so proud of herself and I was so proud of her and we were like DMing each other and she's like, yes, post my picture, yes. So I posted it and we, what all these wonderful comments and then someone reposted that photo And made her feel so bad for all of the diet changes, going gluten and dairy, basically made her feel bad for going gluten and dairy free, diminished all of her hard work and also completely bypassed the fact that she is symptom free for the first time in like 20 years and just bashed and bashed and publicly shamed and like took that photo and she asked me to take her photo down from Instagram Mm -hmm. that before and after because she was so upset that like this group of people attacked her
1: who are supposed to be a PCOS uh, advocate, advocate Or advocate. supposed to be part of the PCS community I felt Bullshit. so bad
0: for her I felt so bad And I was like Oh my god Like, And I posted this thing so happy for her With like such good intentions And look what happened yeah. And like this poor girl And now she Who knows what she's going through emotionally Seeing all this yeah. like drama Around her picture Like how disturbing To like post Seriously. somebody else's body On Seriously. your page And say something like that Yeah Anyways I'm so disturbed I really I just think that everyone needs to Take one deep breath and take a look around and realize that people are trying to do their best mm-hmm. and they're doing what's working for them and yeah. we should cheer them on. I think, yeah,
1: I completely agree. I think people should go let go of their ego and should stop being selfish and just because you're not seeing I don't I don't want to get into it, but just because you're not <laughs> seeing the same results with your program, there's no reason to bash others, you know? And like stop being so egotistical. Stop being selfish and be a real advocate. Yes, be be a a
0: real advocate. Be a real advocate
1: for the community and actually support people who are seeing results. And the last thing we'll say is, this community is the most supportive community in the world. When if you want to leave a comment on our page and say what worked for you, it doesn't matter if it's gluten dairy free or keto or fasting or whatever. We're gonna support you Mm -hmm. and we're gonna make you feel good for feeling better. And we just want everyone to know that you're accepted in our community no matter what. And we love you from the bottom of our heart. Like, that's what <laughs> yes. we're all about. Like our passion is. We PCOS. wake
0: up every day excited to read yeah. your comments, yeah, and excited to hear your progress, and excited to know that like something we put out there has helped yeah. another person thrive.
1: Exactly, exactly. We live for it. We do live for it. Talia's whole life is dedicated to this. And I quit my job as an engineer. <laughs> To do this, you know, yes. like, so it's all for you, sisters.
0: Let's read some wins.
1: Yes. All right. Let's go ahead and it's getting emotional over here. So, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into the wins of the week. These are sisters who are managing their PCOS, losing weight, thriving, and feeling their best. Speaking of, you know,
0: we all we typically do the DM sticker first before the wins. Should we do that first? Oh shoot! Oh, I did man. a sticker. I asked, "How do you feel after going gluten and dairy free?"
1: All right. Let's do it. Okay. How do you feel after going gluten and dairy free?
0: Farnaz says, just started again and all my skin and body pains and issues are slowly going away. Nice. Great Love job, Farnaz.
1: Kamanu Plume says, more energy, less skin issues like acne, less digestive issues, and less UTIs. Amazing. That's awesome.
0: Kaylee Greenfield says, three weeks gluten and dairy free and I don't have cramps and my brain fog is gone. Completely gone.
1: That's so good, Kaylee. Great job, mm-hmm. Dex RX. I lost ten pounds and I stopped feeling bloated and fatigued. Amazing. Wait. Well, there's so many. There's uh, let's, so let's, many. Let's let's, let's read ch- them, fat. Let's let's go okay. through them.
0: Okay, Nick Champ. I lost thirty pounds since August. My moods and cravings are so much better. Woo!
1: Wow. Sarah says, period is back regularly after not having my period for up to a year. Woo. Oh my gosh,
0: Mary Perry. It didn't do anything for me.
1: That's okay. all right. Yeah, it not, happens. Yeah, not for everyone. That's you don't completely have to do acceptable. it at all. Christy Petrucci lost weight, more energy, got periods back, and now I'm pregnant. Woo! Amazing. Christy. I we hope you name either Siddhart or Italian. Or <laughs> yes. Just kidding. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> I will literally die if somebody does that. I will what be if it's so like, what happy. If
1: it's twins, boy and a girl, oh. and they named them Sirak and time. We have a the most
0: unusual names. I, I don't think anyone who is, yeah. especially someone if they're not Armenian, is yeah. gonna name their kids. Like,
1: your family's gonna think you named him after like vodka or something, like Sirok. <laughs> like. <laughs> All right. Okay, where was I? Er- uh, Erica.
0: Hart. Erica Victroja, I've lost ten pounds and I feel so much healthier. Nice.
1: Erin Hart, I just found out I'm pregnant after cutting it out for four months. Been trying for seven years. Amazing. Tried for seven years and got pregnant after four months of gluten and dairy-free. Erin, so happy for you. Mm -hmm. Congrats.
0: Bridge Mac 10, lost weight, cleared skin, but my favorite part is all the energy I have now.
1: Nice. Uh, No proof pudding. Yes, in a year I've lost 40 pounds and now I'm pregnant. Oh my God, another pregnant.
0: (laughs) Hannah so Bear, amazing. less inflammation... You, you keep getting the pregnancy <laughs> Hannah Bear, less inflammation means less stiffness and pain, and my energy is amazing.
1: That's awesome. And then the last one, Taylor Ellis says, I literally feel like a new person, so energetic and strong. Yeah. Amazing. It, it basically... You become a new person once that inflammation, is st- the triggers stop, yes. the insulin trigger, you the thyroid. You almost
0: forget what it's like to have no symptoms because yeah. you go so long having symptoms. And then finally you do something and it helps so much that you're like, wow, yeah. Yeah. this is really amazing.
1: Exactly. And then now let's finish off the podcast with the wins of the week. All right. And these are from the Sisterhood. And I just yeah. want to mention if anyone is thinking about going gluten-free dairy or, or if you feel like... It's a big feat. We just want you to know that we have a resource for you where you can go step by step. In the Sisterhood, our membership platform, we have the five-stage success path where each stage you learn one specific thing to help manage your PCOS. So the first stage is finding your PCOS type. The second stage is going gluten-free. Third stage is going dairy-free. The fourth stage is finding your carb tolerance, meaning like how many carbs you have in a day. And the fifth stage is how to work out for PCOS. Within each stage, there are number, uh, like several videos to go through, just like you're doing like modules. And then once you finish those videos, you checkmark, you get some points, and you move on to the next stage. We've made it so that it's like a game. So as you learn about uh, PCOS and you keep managing it, you gain points, and you can use those points to get rewards. And we, of course, also have a whole recipe section for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks And snacks. Uh, we also have vegan options As mm-hmm. well as meal plans And we have a whole workout it's section a
0: hub of resources Yeah,
1: a whole workout plan section Where each month you get a new workout plan And you get the Facebook community A whole community of sisters Going gluten and dairy-free with you Who you can ask your questions to Including us Yes And you get two live calls a mm-hmm. month With us and a doctor That
0: just about sums it up A Q&A <laughs>
1: Alright, I'm out of breath So you go ahead
0: Alright, Jessica Jacobson In the Sisterhood She says Hey sisters, I'm new to the sisterhood as of a week and a half ago. I have been really enjoying all of the info Talyn and Sirak have shared. I began taking Ovastol and eating gluten and dairy free the best I could last week with limited supplies. I live in a rural area, so finding replacements for products that typically have gluten or dairy has been interesting. I placed an order with Thrive Market this week to try some new gluten and dairy free things I couldn't find in my grocery store. I have tried following pretty much every diet and eating Style that you can think of Without any luck of losing weight And being on my 10th day of eating gluten and dairy free I feel absolutely amazing And I lost 4 pounds Amazing! I just wanted to share this in case anyone else Is having issues finding gluten and dairy free items Like this and she posted A picture of everything she bought
1: Yeah, All the brand names
0: showing So many cool things Bonza pasta, right rice
1: There's some uh, Sprouter seed salad toppers I'm seeing Some oat nog
0: Mary's crackers.
1: Almond breeze.
0: Siete chips.
1: Siete. A lot of, lot fabulous. of stuff.
0: That is a great pantry haul.
1: Amazing. Amazing job, Jessica. Next one is from Cree Skurlock. She says, happy Friday, sisters. Today marks a full two weeks and I am down another pound and I can see I've lost inches. Woo! But most importantly, I feel better since going gluten-free. I started dairy-free this week and did great. But slipped up and put ranch on my salad yesterday without even thinking. However, I'm going to keep going and be more mindful and better prepared when I'm out. Love it. Love it. And so it's always uh, very important to be mindful that it's not about perfection mm-hmm. and just about consistency and yeah. learning along the way. So, Kriya, like, you're doing an amazing job mm-hmm. like, two weeks through. And you've already seen a lot of results and you're feeling better.
0: That's why I chose that one. Because yeah. it's just so realistic. Yeah, Like you're not going to exactly. be perfect at it. But that doesn't mean don't do it or don't continue or just give up. Yeah. It's like whatever. It's a lifestyle. You don't have to be perfect.
1: Absolutely. I guess that's the end of today's episode. This was a really fun one. Mm-hmm. And again, if you want to listen to this over again, to listen to the research that we brought out about gluten and dairy-free and make a decision about whether it's right for you, that would be a great route for you.
0: And we also go into the research in a lot more depth Yes. and explanation with graphics and things like that in the sisterhood. Absolutely. Sirac has edited all the videos and Mm -hmm. they're really fun to watch and like easy to understand. So if you want more explanations of research studies and why gluten and dairy affects PCOS, it is all in the sisterhood in short videos.
1: Awesome. Oh, and if you want to join the sisterhood, Just go to PCOSWeightLoss.org, PCOSWeightLoss.org, and you'll find it there. And with that being said, let's all remember to be positive. Kumbaya. Kumbaya. And we're sending love to all our sisters in the community.
0: Talk to you soon, ladies. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle gluten and dairy-free, get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.